knock and the door will be opened. And it's true. If you want to know anything in this life, you just have to knock on the door, whether that be some physically on somebody else's door and ask them a question, or which I was lucky to find is the meditation. Is, you know, it's all within. Because if you think about it, there isn't anything, I mean, in creation, the whole of creation that <clears throat> is perfect. You know, there is nothing that goes wrong with nature. Only what man does, then it goes wrong. But we are made of that thing. The very essence of our being, of every atom in our body, is made from this perfect knowledge, this perfect consciousness. But superimposed on that is through, if I can use the word, the tidal wave of bull that goes through we're being barraged by, um, you know, by bull. But not only that, the way the world is structured or the way creation is structured, we have duality which says yes, no, good, bad, loss, gain, birth, death. And it's a, this circle that you get trapped in. It's like the Memphis Blues again. And that's the hardest thing to, <clears throat> to understand what is causing um, both of these things, what's causing day and night, good and bad, it's all the, the cause and this is the effect. So, I mean, we're getting really transcendental here. Ah. You hear me? Oh. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many have you done so far? Two. Cool. No, that's awesome. I'm still figuring it out. Um, I realized my voice is... Uh, extremely explosive when I get excited. So, <laughs> hallelujah! Yeah, thank you for your help. I mean, yeah, my soundless help. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking there? Coors, that's what I had oh, in the nice. fridge. Yeah, I figured I'd loosen up. This is my first Zoom call and my first podcast. So, of this year or ever in your life? Of ever. I've never. Uh, I haven't done one Zoom this whole entire COVID. I don't know why. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are you still working? No. What are you doing? Oh, you're not. No, I. What's up? No, I've been doing like uh, gigs and things, but the gigs are so few and far between, just because of COVID. So I've just been yeah. kind of waiting it out, and things are starting to pick up, like. When it rains, it pours. So it's all of a sudden everybody's getting Always. back to work. Yeah, especially with freelance. I don't know what that is, but that's totally part of the equation. Yeah, I think it's just like everybody's trying to do the jobs now. That like, I don't know. I guess that now that everybody's like happy, the vaccine's coming out, and like they're a little less scared of being around each other. I suppose. I don't know. Are you going to take the vaccine? Yeah. Um, so Elena, my girlfriend, is a nurse, and she already got hers. Oh. When did she get Moderna or Pfizer? I actually have no idea. I haven't asked. I'm one yeah. wondering, because I know there are a lot of side effects. I'm just wondering which one is better. So she hasn't seen any side effects yet. Um, she, like, had a she got nervous she was having a reaction right, because they make you sit for, like, 10 minutes after you get the vaccine just to see what's going to happen with you. And she was scared that um, because she was sitting next to a girl who had a reaction and like she was like losing feeling in her fingers. 
and that made this girl panic and so she's like freaking out that like wait maybe i don't i can't feel my toes now and she just like spiraled out <laughs> so elena's <laughs> like wait does anything happen to me like am i blinking slow yeah. <laughs> can i breathe <laughs> yeah i don't know if i can breathe right now so her her panic that girl's panic was like making her panic a little but she's fine <laughs> I, I got covid did you know that oh really yeah, bad or i mean it was kind of like inevitable because um i'm dating a nurse and like oh i hang out with i don't know how this happened but since covid like all my new friends out here are all nurses uh-huh. and it's not like they were friends with elena first it's just i became friends with all these really cool like helicopter nurses they had the craziest job my friends they're married they're a couple because they're married <laughs> but um <laughs> they they are helicopter paramedics and have like he'll post pictures of him like out in the uh, red like red rock area like goblin valley and stuff and then he'll be in a kayak saving somebody in a helicopter it's just like in all in one day wow yeah so they're way cool but we all got covid together like 14 nurses oh my god i know yeah did elena get it too uh yeah they all work at the same hospital like transferred super fast and then what was the after effects? So I actually didn't get too sick, luckily. Like some of them were out for, in bed for like 10 days with serious flu issues. I had flu symptoms for like two days, all like symptom-like, flu-like symptoms. And uh, then after that, I had a lot of canker sores in my mouth. Oh, interesting. Like heinous ones. And I didn't know that was something that came from that but yeah i had oh. canker sores oh. that was the worst and i lost my sense of smell and taste oh you, oh, you can't hear my breathing i have asthma a little bit no i can't oh okay. i just did because you took a deep breath and that yeah was i'll take a few deep breaths <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have you tried yoga for your asthma no does that help oh my god big time because it opens up your rib cage oh yeah Literally, the structure of my rib cage has widened and opened up uh, laterally towards the sides throughout the years yeah. I've been doing yoga. Cool. Just yeah, because I, you're, you're positioning your body in a certain way, and when it's repetitive, you, you just change the structure, and you can breathe deeper. Try it. Yeah. I'll, send you, I'll send you some postures that you can do. Yeah, cool. That might help. I would love that. I was, I want to start doing yoga anyway. Elena just went to like her first hot yoga thing. And I don't know if I could do that. I'm not. Oh, hot yoga. I do not. I don't think it's healthy. It's too much. Yeah. It's too extreme. Yeah. It feels good because you're doing something so drastic to open Mm -hmm. up your muscles. But I feel as if the ricochet effect afterwards of bouncing yeah, back. Just, yeah. Dangerous. dangerous. Also, you should invest in one of these. What is it? Oh, the block. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Oh, you got a new block. I have a few. I have this cork one. Yeah. And I have a wooden one. Oh, yeah. You remember the wooden one from when yeah, we Yeah, I love together. the wooden one. Yeah. Uh, this brand is great. 
I actually needed that wood block so bad after the car accident. Yeah. And I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I should have been using that the whole time. This will help open up your lungs too if you lay on it around certain mm -hmm. areas of your spine. I'll send you. What's the brand? Manduka. Cool. I'll check that out. I it's a little frog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Hmm. This is my, uh, basically it's just a carrier for all my supplements, but oh, okay. it's a fruit smoothie with protein, iron, calcium, what else? Uh, omega, vitamin B, vitamin C, D, zinc, and trufala. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we're on the same page. <laughs> Uh, one, cool. yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I have some issues with my health that I'm just trying to get on top of, so I'm at optimal potential and then I don't want to get COVID. So I'm just doing all the oh, yeah. tactics to see if I can avoid getting the cooties. Yeah. So what have you been doing to like stay sane during COVID and everything? You know what? I've been having an okay time. This is kind of my usual life flow is mm -hmm. at home working on my personal projects. Yeah. Uh, besides going to work and being on set. But other than that, reading, educating myself, working yeah. on ceramics, uh, working on my art, sewing, cooking food, going on walks going in nature, yeah. meditating, yoga, workout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, every, I, I have I so many hobbies kind of yeah, yeah, and things that I like to do. So I've been all right. I feel like hobbies, like this was the year for hobby. 2020 was the year for hobbies. And yeah. hopefully people like, it got me to like, I wasn't going to the bar all the time. So I had to think of like doing art and reading and uh, exercising. And then I met Elena. Mm -hmm. uh, in 2020 and so then we just I'm, I'm reading all these books on um uh my brain's not working on um oh my gosh uh <laughs> what is the word uh improv comedy holy cow oh. yeah i know really good that i can't remember improv comedy <laughs> and you I'm gotta go to austin Austin, what's in Austin? I love Austin. Joe, Joe Rogan just moved there and he's going to open up a comedy club. It's going to be the really? comedy store. Yeah, because LA is oh, all shut yeah. down. Yeah, that sucks. So is it going to be shut down for like the rest of six months or something until the vaccine's in everyone's hands? I don't know, man. Probably. I mean, California, Los Angeles in general, they're overreacting how yeah, the response is because sure. there's no science behind what they're doing it's all just okay let's try this Let, let's see yeah. like why are all these businesses out small businesses keep in mind mm -hmm. where they depend day to day on that livelihood why are yeah. they closed but people at, giant corporations yeah I, I, like tesla fought for it and gotten a huge fight about shutting down his stuff. Um, I don't even know where it went, but yeah, they're still uh, working. Oh, really? And they're like super, yeah, it's a huge corporation. 
Where is that based in El Segundo, right? Or Long Beach? Uh, like that? Yeah, I think they were, they had something in San Diego. Uh, like he was fighting with the, the mayor or somebody in San Diego. I'm not totally sure. I try very hard to stay away from the news. Especially Ooh, I went like down. One, yeah, you went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over the past few days, uh, because oh, of yeah. the insurrection at the Congress, I, I mean, I'm sure like you two just was shocked in disbelief and so embarrassed that so that is the country that we live in. Dude, I just, it's just maddening how they're so against like the Black Lives Matter movement and, and the riots that happened with BLM. And then they do the exact same thing and mm -hmm. even fucking crazier in and more militant and then they kill a cop a cop died so this blue lives matter stuff they're the right is still on this blue Lives matter stuff and then they kill a cop so like where the hypocrisy is just fucking ridiculous i just don't you know get oh, i'm sorry no that's it i just don't get it period exclamation yeah. point yeah, me either. You know what's scary, though, is uh, the level of racism and the power that he who shall not be named has given this group or these groups of people to feel so emboldened that they have this leader that, yeah. that finally sees them and they can come out of their hole and fight. That's what scares me because the rabbit hole I went down was on hate groups. I didn't know mm -hmm. so many of them existed. And they are embedded into the fabric of our society. And totally fine with being out in the open now. Yeah. And so everyone's thinking like we wanted, oh, the Trump people are like, well, we wanted somebody to shake up the system. Cool. You shook up the system and now look what comes to the top. It's a right. bunch of fucking racists. Right. I mean, in yeah. California alone, there are 88 hate groups. Really? Yeah. That's fucking bananas. And, and I there's was like trying to... this list of them? Yeah, I forget the, what the website is, but if you're interested, I'll send it to you. They mark how many, uh, how many are in each state and what county they're located in. Mm -hmm. I tried to do a little research on where they meet, but... Of course, that information is not public, but I would just like to know who's who in my surroundings so I can yeah. protect myself, be aware, and not accidentally find myself in their territory. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, these people are wild. It's like Al-Qaeda, but yeah. next door. Yeah, yeah. And they're so emboldened to just... Mm -hmm. I'm very, very worried about a civil war. Me too. I know it might that. be alarmist. And no. now seeing all this stuff happen, like it, it seems so real. And like around the election, there was like uh, this giant uptick in gun sales to the point where it's like mm -hmm. the most in, in, I can't remember how long. Well, uh, then it makes me want to buy a gun and I don't want to yeah. buy a fucking gun, but yeah. it feels like I need to. I have three cats. What the fuck are they gonna? Do? <laughs> I need a, I need a gun. I guess. 
Hi. Yeah. Uh, the day of the election, I drove by a gun store and the line was around the block. But they tell themselves that's part of their guideline is to strap up. Yeah. 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 And I don't know. And it's scarier too because I feel like as much as like the riots might have gotten out of hand and buildings got burned. <clears throat> I don't think the left, like the right wing people, if you think about it, are more gun friendly than left, uh, the left and more militant than the left. And so when it comes down to it, like, I feel like they would be the ones with a lot of the power as far as like guns and fighting and and tactical stuff so and the left like hippie drugs like just you know it's just a little scarier to be on the side that doesn't think all the time about shooting deers and i don't know people, people. you know what though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at this point yeah I fuck yeah i don't even think it's about left or right anymore i think it's about constructive versus destructive yeah because the yeah. line is so extreme of what side it is yeah to where some of the liberals don't make sense because it's not grounded it's not achievable it's it just sounds like utopia which of course i would love to live in utopia but that will never happen in this capitalistic country and then people on the right, I think there is an extremism too, where this word patriot, have, have you um, heard this patriot yeah. party? That's what, what these patriot? people, that's what these people call themselves, patriots. <sighs> I'm proud to be a patriot. And they say that it's this new party of people who are once Republicans, but have now gone to the furthest extreme. Oh, okay. So they Thank don't even like- Patriot. Yeah, they don't even like calling themselves Republican anymore. Yeah, that's Because they think the Republicans you, sold out. You know what sucks is, I feel like humans are just, it's in our nature to group ourselves into things. Since we're like young, we are skateboarders or cheerleaders or jocks or, or Mormons, or I don't know, Jehovah's Witnesses and Jews and blah, blah, blah. We group everything and everyone. And so then that way we're all divided. And we learn to divide everything so that we can understand it. Like we didn't even, it used to just be rock and roll. And then it be, I remember it becoming like alternative rock and then all the fucking punk and blah, blah, blah. Uh, what was grunge? Like it just has to get more and more separated. And if everybody would stop deciding, this is who I am. I am this thing and I have to fit into this bubble. Then one, you couldn't get sold by media on, oh, I have to watch Fox News because I go with Fox News and their ideals because they are part, I'm a Republican or, you know, whatever. You just don't, you don't have to decide based on a set of rules that are for that group. And that's, yeah, I'm a nothing. I don't want to be anything. See, that's the thing. People in our culture are not taught that. They're not taught to think for themselves. They're not taught to question. They're not taught that they have a choice. 
Mm-hmm. And for me alone, I learned all of that through Eastern philosophy and studying yoga, meditation, but psychedelics. Psychedelics was yeah. the thing that opened my mind and let me see the truth of the universe of what it actually is out here. Yeah. Yeah. And none of this has to be this way. Mm-hmm. Transcendental meditation was like, like what helped uh, David Lynch find it and then listen to him talk about that stuff. Yeah, it just doesn't have to be this way. No. If you could just chill out and realize that you're just a little organism. But I guess that's a group too. Ah! <laughs> 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 I, can't, I can't stop. It's yeah, it's ingrained in us to do it. Yeah. I feel like if there was another animal or creature or an alien or something that would look at us and they were trying to describe us like we describe birds, I think that's what they would say is humans have this tendency, like they're just innate to explore things and then separate them into other little compartmentalized, I don't know, ideals. That's the mind. That's how the mind is able to organize. And I think... I think if it wasn't for the mind, we would be able to live in peace and unity and harmony. Because look, right? When did you get your first awakening? Um, I don't know. I'm, man, I've had so many like little ones. I think like 17 years old when I started like eating mushrooms and, and like realizing I grew up Mormon. So realizing that like I didn't really feel the same as everybody else about in my family about being Mormon so that kind of like spiraled into things and then like just the music that I listened to when I was 16 was like Brian Adams and (laughs) like UB40 Brian Adams sang the song from Robin Hood don't tell me not worth dying for you know that song and I'm remember. a great singer, especially with asthma. Oh, I do remember that song. Yeah, it was like, I die for you. I love you. Anyway, um, that's the like the love songs that I would listen to and the radio stuff. And then uh, my friends were all like into Rage Against the Machine and Fugazi and punk rock and Radiohead. And it all opened my mind to think about other things and other ways of being. Yeah, if the whole world just did some drugs, had a few doses of DMT, they would see the world for what it is. Yeah. They would fucking shut the fuck up. Yeah. Sit down and relax. Yeah, I couldn't I cannot imagine what it would be like for Donald Trump to smoke some DMT and chill. I think he would combust. I think he would combust for a minute, but I feel like he'd just go back to his old ways. Like, there has to be a total overhaul in that dude's brain. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, that poor guy, like, he, I think he just, I don't even know why he wants to be president. I feel like there's followers that are like, he really wants to help and change the world. I don't know. No, he doesn't. I feel like he's just super, he just doesn't want to lose. I think that as well. You know who I feel sorry for? His team. Do you know Kellyanne Conway, his campaign manager? She's so intelligent. She's so smart. The way that she's able to manipulate words and be on the defense. I've never seen someone like her be able to sculpt the reality of that team. But her husband is a staunch 
Democrat or liberal. He's really? on the other side of her. Yes. No fucking and, way. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so is his, their daughter. When, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when Trump got COVID and he was in the hospital and saying that he was all right, she was trolling him on the internet. Like, I, I know the truth. Kellyanne Conway's my mom. You're not okay. Oh, da -da -da -da. Stop gosh. lying to the public. So I know a woman like that is not an idiot. She's just yeah, totally paid so much money to lie for him. Yeah. It's I crazy. Know. I wonder how you develop that talent, like throughout your life to develop Ooh. that like manipulation and what you must have been like in high school or what you went through. That's fucking bananas. Ooh, by choice. Yeah, by choice too, because it's not like you're a narcissist and that's just how you operate and move throughout the world. Yeah. Maybe, but probably not. Like somebody had to do something and she's like, oh, this is how I get around this. This is how I get around this. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I guess it's being a, uh, what do you call the type of lawyers that are representing the guilty ones? Like OJ's lawyer? Well, what, what, there's a certain name for it. Rich. Criminal, criminals rich, yes. Criminal justice lawyer? Crim no. Criminal defense? Something like this. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure yeah, the exact term. I don't want to get it wrong, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People who, who represent people who are, who are guilty, they have to do that as well. Yeah. Cause you have to, in your mind, be like, even you, you have to just, if you're representing somebody who's guilty, you have to think fully, like, I don't care if he is or isn't guilty. I just go this direction. To win. To win. Because that's your job. That's so fucking that I'm so glad that I don't think like that. I, don't I know. Think. I know. How could one live with themselves? I would feel Money. so guilty. Yeah. But you have there's gotta be something. Like anybody can rationalize anything. I rationalize all the bad things that I do. That's true. Yeah, you have to. There's no way. And everyone has a price. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I could probably do it for <laughs> money. <laughs> for how much? I don't know. Like, it depends on the year. Like, if I'm having a bad year, I'll do it for a hundred thousand. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. His life is ruined. Did you see that? I, I don't know if you've seen this video of this girl attacking a 14 year old boy in a hotel in New York. Do you know about no, this? I don't know anything uh, about it. Uh, there's this trumpeter, a world-renowned Grammy award-winning trumpeter who was at this hotel called the Arlo Hotels it, in Soho. Is that a name for people that like Trump? A trumpeter? No, no literally. A oh, a literal trumpeter. <laughs> okay. He plays the trumpet. Oh, that, what a missed opportunity <laughs> for people that love Trump, a trumpeter. Damn. How do you play the trumpet? No, is it? this isn't right, is it? Yeah, that, I think that's it. Not oh, okay. with oh, yeah. With one hand? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was in New York with his son, 14-year-old son, and walking down from their room in the lobby, this 22-year-old girl attacks, literally pins him down, grabs him, and says, you stole my phone, you stole my phone, give me back my phone, show me your phone. Rah! Just goes nuts. She's and white. She she's white passing. I think she's like what half is, Vietnam, half Vietnamese, oh, okay. 
half uh, Puerto Rican or something, but looks white. Okay, white passing. I've never heard that before. All right. Oh yeah, that's a term. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm learning. Um, like someone who's and, not white but looks white. And what about the trumpeter? Or someone who's mixed, like half black, half white. But oh, I'm white. white. I'm white passing. passing. Yeah. You're already white. I'm Peruvian. Oh shit! I'm just that's really right. white. Yeah, I'm the <laughs> whitest white, white, white Peruvian. Oh my God, that's right. Are you half Peruvian or full Peruvian? I'm half. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, you're yeah. half. You are white passing. <laughs> yeah, just passing by. <laughs> C, C average. C average white. <laughs> um, but uh, the trumpeter is. Oh, yes. Okay, so there's hotel footage as well as he took video himself of but is her he, attacking him. Is he uh, black or. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's black. Him and his son are black. Okay. Now, yeah, I could have probably guessed that, that whole entire thing. Yeah. And obviously racially profiling. And Definitely. she has issues. And um, the cops, the NYPD police went down to California the other day, nabbed her, and now she's arrested. But she gave this interview with Gail King, you know, Oprah's best friend. Uh-huh. And completely disrespects her she has this hat this cap that says daddy on it and her lawyer next to her even said you might want to take that off and she refused oh my so, god i so love this <laughs> fucking crazy <laughs> the entitlement and the unawareness one must have to even present yourself that way on national <laughs> yeah. television to give an apology that she didn't even apologize for didn't even seem remorseful at all that's amazing i like that they probably didn't even expect an apology from her they just wanted to be like let's show off this fucking crazy (laughs) also did you see i don't know who uh they brought in this woman to talk about how there was um collusion or 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 i don't know i guess all the stuff with the voting process and how she saw that there was fraud. Oh, oh the girl with the glasses? She's sitting next to, yeah, old man. I don't Giuliani? Know, yeah, Giuliani. Frog face. And, uh, I did see this. Oh, man. She's fucking ruined any, like, like semblance of just, I don't know, normality. She was... Decency, yeah, she sounded drunk. She was love drunk. That shit. She, she has was? to have been. She has I to love have been. It. I love <laughs> it. That's so cool. It's just, I cannot believe that Rudy Giuliani hasn't like crawled under a rock and like, oh my god, an embarrassment by now. It's so much fun. I thought it, that it was just, fake. I know. I thought it was fake too. And then when he <laughs> farted, and I thought that was fake. Oh, he farted. And then he's, yeah, he farted in court, and then his, <laughs> his hair dies dripping. Did you see? When I he saw started? that. that. Poor old dork. <laughs> oh my god! You yeah. know, do you ever think about how back in the day they would just assassinate people? <laughs> no, but I like where you're going. I cannot wait to see what you're about to say. Think about it. Anyone that was, I mean, even to this day, Nipsey Hussle being one of them, 
they would just get rid of people making impact and change within oh, our society yeah. and making leaps with, within grassroots and within the real world of us. You know, JFK, Bobby K, John Lennon, Bob Marley, Nipsey Hussle, so Martin many. Luther Martin yeah. Luther King. Yeah. And or just do it in their careers like uh, Muhammad Ali and, mm. and th- yeah, it's just they, they are you saying that they're they're not doing that anymore they I don't know. i'm saying that i'm afraid they will yeah like what they're trying to do with colin kaepernick yeah yeah but rudy giuliani is just assassinating himself like, <laughs> oh, i don't know who could listen to him now and be like yeah i'll follow this guy totally. i can't believe he's still like trump's lawyer it speaks on behalf of trump i know how much do you think he's paying you? I have no idea. That kind of money is so out of my element. I, I would say a <laughs> mill. Don't you think a mill? I don't even think it's about money for them. I think it's just the camera. Oh. The notoriety. Oh. I don't know what people do, why people do what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be drunk by the end of this, I can tell. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I have, yeah. I like this Mickey Mouse sweater a, you're wearing. Thanks. It's Tokyo Tokyo Disney. I oh, just cool. ordered when you were it. there? No, I ordered it uh, online, and it came from I don't. I think it was from Korea actually. It smells kind of like Japan still. I haven't washed. Oh really? It. I yeah. am a big Mickey Mouse fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My grandmother, when I was young, she, her next door neighbor was this man named Ed. So we called him Grandpa Ed Cuz, that was his last name. And he built part of Disneyland. He met Walt Disney at a gas station. No way. And yeah, they became friends. And I had a, a pass every year to go for free. What? That's so cool. Yeah. We lived down I the like street. I like that they just met at a gas station. I know. I mean, back in those days, it was like that. <laughs> yeah. You just, I like any of those stories where it, one time I was at a bar here in Utah and I tried to order a pizza, but the, the bar had closed their kitchen. And so this guy was, I, the reason I ordered it is because I saw this guy eating a pizza and it looked good. He's like, you can have half of mine. And I was like, no, it's okay. Apparently, uh, uh, he he was like, oh no no no! It's I promise you, it's okay. I'm not gonna eat this whole thing. So we get to talking and we're drinking, and he's like, oh, I'm a writer, and he wrote the book Up in the Air. Um, and then they made a movie about it with George Clooney. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but mm-hmm. I have loved his books, and it was just, and then nothing ever came of it. Actually, I wish that I had <laughs> a way to finish the story. Uh, but yeah, maybe I don't know where I was going with that. I met a famous <laughs> person one time too. <laughs> I love knowing that, you know, when there's something that you love in life and meeting whoever the creator was, I love knowing where it came from and that it was, oh, your imagination. You made this. Yeah. Yeah. Except sometimes they, it really is don't meet your heroes. Oh, yeah, 98% of the time, definitely. Yeah, when they're cool, it's great. But, like, I met Danny DeVito, and he did not like me at all. 
Why? He well, know you. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. <laughs> yeah, just get to know me, Danny. <laughs> um, no, it was because I was standing in a red. I was at Sundance, standing in the red carpet, and um, uh, he was walking down the line, but I didn't know he was going to be there for his movie, and I didn't have any questions prepared for him, and I hadn't seen the movie yet because I was about to walk into the premiere, and so. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> and so I just had to hurry and make something up. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, hi. And he walks in front of me. Um, my name is Calvin. I'm super nervous already because it's Danny fucking DeVito. And I was like, so like, uh, you're in a lot of comedies, like dark comedies, like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And uh, he rolls his eyes because his body of work is so much better than it's always sunny in philadelphia he's been in everything for since before i was born and i choose it's always sunny in philadelphia and so he rolls his eyes and i'm like so what makes you laugh and he's like i don't know jokes and i was like oh okay fuck me Catch you later. <laughs> and that was the last thing i was i didn't even have a follow-up question i don't know jokes i just let him walk away Damn it. Yeah, you had an I love art moment yeah. <laughs> when you were at the comedy store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I make art. Oh, I make art. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I had smoked marijuana. I was by myself. And they sat me right in the front. And there's all these couples. And this guy just zoned in on me. I could see his eyes. He zones in on me. He's like, so, oh, you here alone? And I was already like, oh man i don't want to talk to anyone <laughs> i was way too high oh no like, yeah and i just didn't have a job anymore because the contract had just ended so he was like so what are you doing i was like nothing he's like <laughs> okay cool can i joke off that i was like i make art <laughs> and oh, as soon as i said it, i was like oh you sound like a fucking idiot <laughs> what was his response he was like cool nobody cares who was it? Was it uh, Kill Tony? I, I have no idea. No, it was not a Kill Tony. It was at the improv. Oh. I don't know. It was just, I got a free ticket and yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh my God. Die <laughs> laughing. Every time a comedian has talked, like Tig Notaro talked to me and, and that night I just happened to be high too. I don't get high oh. a lot. But I was so nervous. She put the microphone in front of my face and I just clammed up. Did, yeah. I never, ever want to sit in the front row of a comedy show. <laughs> You're just asking for it in the front Have row. Have you ever been called on? Uh, no. Try it. I want to see you actually do good. <laughs> I better go in with something prepared. <laughs> I don't yeah. blurt out. <laughs> I make art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would love if I'm practicing just to be in the audience. Like, I'm going to kill it all this time I get called. Finally. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Uh, I uh, am marketing and I fuck it up again. <laughs> I like jokes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going to... Stand-up so, comedy. This is actually, like, great practice because... I, I want to do this again after I've done my podcast 
too, because I am doing this. Uh, did I tell you about the worst that could happen? No, tell Fuck me. It. It's my best idea that I've had in a while. Oh man, asthma. Sorry. Um, so it's called the worst that could happen, and I'm just going to try and do things to see what's the worst that could happen if I do them, because I feel like. All the good oh. things that have happened in my life is when I throw caution to the wind and I say, you know what, what is the worst that could happen? Because the worst thing that could happen if I try stand-up comedy, what's the worst thing that could happen if I try and bicycle from Utah to California? All that kind of like, maybe some it. bad, love maybe some it. bad thing happens, but the story will always like turn like, I try and sneak into Coachella, but I don't make it into Coachella and I meet these people outside and then I have a whole like experience with them. So actually like living a life and, you know, doing something and trying something because yeah, good things happen when you do that stuff. 100%. What is it, what is it going to be? Is it audio? Is it video? It's going to be audio. It's going to be a podcast. Um, yeah. What is your first and very one, like you know? story oriented. So narrative. The first one is going to be bicycling. I'm going to bicycle to California. Oh, hey. Stop by. Yeah. The, you could be the end. And then we could do the podcast in person. Oh, shit. Love it. Yeah. And that will be the end of the fucking ride. Um, I love that. Yeah. That'll be fun. Totally doable. I hope so. I don't. Here's the thing is I don't fucking exercise and I haven't like gone more than like a mile on a bicycle since i was like 10 years old no nah, but biking, that's the fun part you'll find your groove it's so <laughs> earth, earth is beautiful it's not like running you know where you really have yeah. to push yourself and talk to yourself internally to keep going biking's fun yeah. the closest thing to flying we have right yeah i feel like i could maybe do it i don't know i'm trying to like and that's the thing is I don't even own a bike right now. So the bike, I'm going to get a bike right before I'm being loaned a bike by a person who actually does this shit. And he's like, you're crazy. No, you're not. I, I mean, even if I am crazy, it's even more fun. I, I just want to see. Girlfriend. What? Oh, go ahead. Uh, I just want to see how far, if I do give up, like how far I could make it. I don't think I'm going to give up, even if it takes me. 30 days instead of the two weeks that it should take me or a week. It should take me five days, but if it takes me 30, I'll still make it. Take your time though. You know, how many people yeah. can say that they've done that? I had a group of girlfriends ride their bike from California to Chicago. They were going to go That's all the way to crazy. the, they were going to go all the way to the East coast, but I don't know why their reason they didn't make it. I think it turned into winter or something, but oh yeah. It took them a few months because they camped. They hung yeah. out in certain areas for a while. That is a lifelong memory that you will never forget, that you will share with your kids. That's so inspirational because who yeah. does that? And then I'll have Someone it recorded too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the timeline? Yeah, and, uh, so I'm going to try to do it in March is when this guy said the weather would be best mm -hmm. to try and do it before it gets too hot and then What's the route i don't know i know he's like made something for me oh so <clears throat> yeah i uh i thought like i would just type it into google maps and just follow the highway but i have no idea who's he uh some kid 
so I just started telling people about it. And that's the cool thing about like this worst thing that could happen when you start talking about things and things you want to do, people come out of the woodworks to help mm -hmm. you. It's like, <clears throat> it's like what the book, the alchemist said that I can't remember the quote exactly, but when somebody wants something bad enough, the entire universe conspires to make it happen. Absolutely. And that's it. I start doing this thing and I know I'm on the right path because people start coming out of the woodworks to help me out. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Nature loves courage. Yeah, for sure. I think that, and that's what I've been missing. I've missed it for like the first part of my thirties because <clears throat> in my twenties, I, I was totally just like I had blinders on to the fact that anything bad could happen. So I was just doing and trying everything. And yeah, yeah, I was courageous and I missed that. And so I think this podcast is what I want to do to help make myself courageous again. Have a point. Yes, I love it, Calvin. It's so yeah, up your alley. Thank you. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. It's also scary as shit because the next one I want to do is stand-up comedy. Like try Ooh. again with that thing. Oh man, it's so, it's, that's the most nerve wracking one. Like the being in front of an audience scary you know what though things like that like playing a guitar i feel that we just have to accept that we're going to be shitty at it for the first few runs and then we start to get better and then we remember where the chords are and then we just yeah. play by memory and by rote and i feel like that's what stand-up comedy is too just learning the crowd, learning how to navigate and speak in public and feel comfortable everybody looking at you. Yeah, that's the scary part is like learning the guitar in a closet while I'm drinking beer. Totally, I could do that. Having like 200 people look at me, even 20 people look at me and be like, and just bomb. I feel like if I can learn how to bomb and be cool with bombing, then I'll, I can do it. You're definitely gonna bomb. <laughs> yeah i know everybody does <laughs> yeah yeah totally i'm gonna bomb yeah i should just go in thinking i'm gonna bomb that's okay yeah of course i think i have to have that mentality of like fuck these people i don't care about any of them and i'm never gonna see them again yeah and humble beginnings you know oh fuck any no i'm the funniest <laughs> person i've ever met <laughs> Anytime I do something new, I just think of that. I'm like, I'm going to be shit the first few yeah. times and then I'll start to get better. I'm the exact opposite. I, I like that you do that, but I'm the exact opposite. I just constantly have to think, no, I know that this is great. This is, I know that this is funny. If they don't get it, they're wrong. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I have to have that mentality or else I'll like never try to do yeah, it. Yeah, you got to try yeah i gotta try yoga to fucking get rid of this asthma yeah so is asthma something that just happened i don't remember no i've always had asthma, asthma. Oh. i've i've always had asthma but i was never around. i have three cats now because elena has oh. three cats and i love them to death and i let them get on all my clothes oh, but sometimes so yeah sometimes i just can't breathe i usually have an inhaler but i just ran out Oh, can you get a shot? I don't know. I think Actually, you can. Yeah? 
Well, yeah, I guess shot. I, I know there's things that could be done, and I'm just not. I've lived so long without like doing anything that gives me asthma that I haven't like thought about it until this last like three months where I'm like, fuck, asthma is, sucks. On a yeah. daily basis, asthma sucks. I think there's something you can get. Maybe it's not necessary for asthma, but it's for cats having an allergy reaction to them. Cool. I'll look into it. Yeah. Um, and the yoga as well. That'll help. And the yoga. Yeah. And just clean my clothes. <laughs> don't let the cats sleep on my face, which they do. Oh, uh, yeah. They're getting all up in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think that's people like her is a big reason of why I left being a part of the spiritual community because yeah. they, they put on this robe of this is what spirituality looks like. And yep. I'm going to act like this and I'm going to eat like this. And I'm going to be so judgmental about everybody else yeah. that doesn't do it like me. Where it's like, no, that's not spirituality. Actually, spirituality is integrating it into your daily life. And a lot of these yeah. people are so lost and confused and don't have any direction or clarity of who they are. So this gives them this sense of self. Right. You know? And yeah. that's what's so sad because deep down, she's a really nice girl. She has a good yeah. heart. But she's just fucking lost. Putting on the thing. Yeah, she's putting yeah. on that robe. Yeah, yeah, and it stinks. And yeah, I, I'm i going to meet her a million more times. It's good that I met her. And I can now be like, okay, I know who this is. And so the mm -hmm. next person, I just let it be, you know, okay, you're this way. You're mm -hmm. that creature that I've noticed before. I'm compartmentalizing again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the mind <laughs> can't stop how we organize and understand our reality <laughs> so what do you want for 2021 in your life what are you thinking about you know what uh i let go of everything that wasn't giving me joy or happiness or fulfillment and making my life fully me in 2020 so that's what my 2021 is is working on creation and art yeah. and giving back to the world in a way that makes sense for me. That's where higher states came from with the clothing line. I wanted every piece of clothing to reflect what we talk about in the podcast and also yeah. give tools and examples of people and things that a younger generation might not know, but can be exposed to. Mm -hmm. That is uh, how I want to integrate my past yogic teaching life is through conversation and through clothing and home goods. I'm also doing ceramics. I mentioned that cool. earlier before. Hobbies. Hobbies. But Hobbies that's all will turn into whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's all based on Zen Buddhism and being comfortable in self and being yourself in your own skin. I want to be a beacon of that. I love that. I love that you're a creator. I love that you <clears throat> that you spend so much time trying to think of a new thing to make all the time because I feel like there's got to be fulfillment in in that process and being like, okay, I want to do this thing now. I want to do this thing now. And for somebody who like plans and plans way too much and I never actually do the thing, I like watching you just go head first into something. I think it's very yeah. cool. 
Yeah, that's always been my way. Do now, think later. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I um, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just built that way. But um, it, it's definitely in the past, uh, it has happened in my detriment too, because I don't think of the repercussions. And sometimes I move so fast that I just burn all the land around me. <laughs> so now as I'm older, I, I plan when I need to. Yeah, but it wouldn't have, you wouldn't be able to know to plan if you hadn't already burned that stuff, right? Yeah. Like it's like a little step up. Yeah. So you can go ahead a little, like just as fast with a little more caution because you know sure. what to avoid. That's cool. For sure, for sure. It's maneuvering and moving like the wind, like yeah. karate or yoga or Aikido. Do you think as a, as a creator, do you think that you like working with larger groups or do you like staying kind of solo? very solo oriented yeah um i've always been that way as a child when i feel anytime i've been in a group setting people start to talk the same think the same look the same dress the same be the same and that freaks me out when i see multiples of the same thing because yeah. then i i start to think oh you're not thinking for yourself you're not being an individual and also i take a lot of pride in being the black sheep and not being like everyone else and so for me to stay authentically me, I need a lot of alone time. And also my brain doesn't operate well when I'm around a bunch of people. Any little thing will just divert my thought. Like a cough. If someone coughs yeah. next to me. <laughs> <laughs> you just, it's your, like, is it like ADD? Like it's, you can't, like you like need silence to oh, focus? It's annoyance. I get annoyed. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. People. Fucking people. Unless, <laughs> unless it's an, if it's like another you, because you are an individual and we're working side by side on something, yeah. I can do that. So whoever I work with, whoever I bring in, they need to be individuals. Yeah, I like that too. That makes a lot of sense. I feel like I'm drawn to individuals too, because... I don't, I don't like having to t tell people, like explain my vision in anything that I'm trying to make because it just, I'm not good at explaining it. Like I can do it and it, it unfolds as I'm making it, but I don't need like a team of people being my hands and my, my feet. I tried to do that so much back in like the fashion world and that's nah, not how I work. So that's why, like, producing things solo, like a podcast or, like, making uh, art and painting and things like that, that that brings me the most joy. Everything else feels kind of like work. When I have, like, people, like, asking me questions, it's work. You know what, though? If it turns into something and if it grows, you will need a team. Yeah. And then I feel like there's people out there that love having, like, the people they're the individual, but they like having people underneath them. Yeah. And so I find that person and they can kind of buffer yeah. me from that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. I'm just not, I'm not good at the explaining. And I feel like Elena, my girlfriend mm -hmm. is really good at being able to take the weirdness that's in my mind and, and explain it in a way that could be put on paper to mm -hmm. someone else. Yeah. It's very nice. 
Uh, tell me about Elena. This is new. Uh, I'm gonna. Go to I think. No, I'm gonna get an inhaler. I think I have one. Oh, I'll be right okay. Back. Okay, cool. Okay. I'm gonna go to the bathroom while you do that. Okay, cool. Oh, I've locked myself in the. Oh, <laughs> Later. There's a lock. No, this door doesn't have a handle, and I shut it really hard, and I'm fucking stuck. I'm trapped. Will you help me? I think if you if you pull on the bottom, it'll come out. Oh my god. And that's it. Um, how, how would you do that? Calvin is stuck in the closet. What? I did, but I must have used a tool or something. Yeah, like a this is funny. Have you heard that this American Life where this happened to a woman in her hotel room? No, but have you heard of R. Kelly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened to the lady? <laughs> so, yeah, I'd much rather be the lady than our cat. <laughs> um, so, you, it's like, oh, it's so funny. She's trapped and she can't get a hold of anybody. And she's there for a couple hours. And finally, somebody like hears her screaming so loud. Or the cleaner <laughs> comes in and lets her out to clean the hotel room. Yeah, that's what's going to happen now. Did Elena go get a screwdriver or something? I think so. Yeah, she's trying right now. She almost poked me in the eye. <laughs> oh, man, this sucks. This would happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, I hope to God this is how you end the podcast. <laughs> oh. So I think... So you know how... Uh, it might be like better with like a, a knife, like a butter knife, and you stick it in between the door and the wall to kind of push. Thank you. Okay, so I won't get an inhaler until this is done. If I move too much, I'll make the asthma worse. So just then um, breathe. Yeah. Here, let's do a little breathing exercise. Okay. Okay. So in through your nose, five count, and then out through your nose, five count. Sorry, I forgot okay, okay. to breathe. And then, and then let's do- I like that you looked towards my door. <laughs> <laughs> like you can see, can you see the door? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like we're then, both stuck in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's do in through the nose and then out through the mouth. Okay, so in through the nose, two, three, four, five, out with sound, two, three, yes, four, 
five, again, inhale, two, three, four, five. Now hold it, two, three, four, five. Now exhale, two, yes, three, four, five. Again, two, three, four, five. Hold, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Okay. Okay, I think that gave me the power to unlock this Good. Get credit card, it's dinner. Watch her left hand. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Calvin got stuck in the closet. I feel like I'm painted in here. <laughs> yeah. What if this turns into an actual emergency? Like right now it's the funny part, but then oh, no. you hear from me like a day later and I had to get a fire department here. I know. Is there oh, a latch the right there? No, there's no door handle. <laughs> what if, what if, hold on. What if you guys pulled from both sides? So she can't pull on anything. There's nothing to pull because there's no door handle. No, no, I mean like pulled like this. Like, like had your had your hands against the door and and pulled pull? to the side. Okay. Oh, wait. Ugh. Are you Does right in front door... of it? Yeah. Huh? Yes. Does the door slide or does it push open? No, it pushes open. Oh, it pushes it's just like a normal open. door, but it doesn't have a door handle. Oh. <laughs> what if you kick it? I want to kick it, but I also don't want to break. You could? She's taking the hinges off the door. Oh, okay. This is the best. I I really am so happy this is the way that this <laughs> podcast is going. What if you <laughs> lived alone? That would be a nightmare because I didn't bring my phone in here. <laughs> oh, man. What's where your knife was? This? Uh, it's uh -huh. where the door handle should be. Um, yeah, this is great. So while Elena takes the door hand or door hinge off, I'll tell you about her. So she's a nurse, and she's just like me, and uh, jokes just like me. She makes me laugh more than anyone. She's really cool. You'll meet her. Aww, she's the best. That's so sweet. Yeah, she's the best. She's cool. She's young and smart she's getting her master's degree and then she lets me play video games all day and doesn't get mad it's so great and she has three cats and she's breaking me out of a door out of a closet yeah you should say hi to her when she gets me out of here oh, i read this cool quote um where i don't know who it is but uh they said like what is it great minds think of ideas um I, i'll fuck i know it, it, if i, if I, I, don't I know it. i know what it is great minds think of or talk about great ideas whereas little minds talk about people something along that yeah nature. something along that 
I gotta I gotta do this right because I can't fuck it up for the podcast because I think it's so great. I really want and to like living in a small DMT. town. Oh, I just got some DMT. Literally mm. today, I'm going to go buy it if I ever get out of this closet. <laughs> and I'm going to show it to more people. I, I just, I think that I want my mission in life is to show as many people as I can DMT because it is, it's just like it, it's a peek behind a really important curtain. And it helps you, it helped me at least understand, I don't know, that there's not so much to be afraid of with death. And there's not so much to worry about in the now because the now doesn't even exist. Time is just some weird little construct that we make. And we, we this rigid, like, I guess, compartment that we put ourselves in. Again, like, oh, I'm 50, I'm too old for this. You're just a speck of dust and you're gonna return to the universe and come back as another fucking form of life. And I just, I saw it. It was like, when I did DMT, I felt like I, this was all a dream. And I woke up and saw where I was before I, uh, I was ever me. And it was like, oh yeah, that was all fake. I, I don't know why I cared so much about all those dumb little problems. And that was the first time I did it. I did it a lot. So I blasted off into outer space. And I think everybody should experience that once. Did I, did, did I talk to you about doing ayahuasca too? Yes. That was another really beautiful thing. And I don't really like doing like the group exercise. Oh, you actually did it? Yeah. Oh. I did it. Uh, yeah, I did it. And it was, it was really nice. Like I thought I wouldn't like the shaman singing and, and being in a group around other people and like sharing our, our feelings and what we learned and stuff, but I actually like that the most. So I guess it's just the right experience for the right time, for the right drug, for the right experience or something, you know? Who did you do it with? My friend's mom brought a shaman from Mexico. It was actually two shamans, like a couple. It was really cool because uh, it was a husband and wife and the wife was the one doing all the singing she had a beautiful voice and before she ever tried ayahuasca she was way too scared to sing for people and then she tried ayahuasca and it helped bring that out in her she was like i should just do this and she has a beautiful voice and then he just sits and he will like bring you the ayahuasca to drink um but he doesn't really talk in and but his presence was so big and bold and really really nice having him there it was almost like a cat mm. like a, yeah it was it was really cool i i don't know like i don't think i could do it a lot um but yeah it's heavy it's a big one have you have you tried ayahuasca yeah i used to lead ceremonies oh i didn't know that i think yeah. we might have talked about it actually i thought that's what you were talking about before yeah i probably drank at least like 20 to 40 times oh in my wow lifetime. there was Do you a like period the, the purging no oh. i hate it but some people really like it but i do like it for the reason of why it happens yeah, I like it because I'm literally purging my memories and my emotions and anything negative that I'm holding inside. Yeah. 
but I don't like the act of purging. <laughs> I don't think anybody's <laughs> like, I love shitting and throwing up nonstop. <laughs> I do yeah. know. But yeah, definitely like to... your body feels different afterwards and, and it's nice. Yeah. I don't care. Like, it's never something that I'm like, this is good enough to want to do a lot. Yeah, I, there was a period in my life in my early 20s where I did it once, at least once a month, because wow. that's how much healing and transformation I needed to do to get to a place to where I was from a, a present place of now, because I was in so much trauma that I was living in the past and it was yeah. affecting my daily decisions and how I behaved, et cetera, all these unconscious behaviors. But I, how you feel about DMT, how you feel called to share with everyone is how I felt um, during the time that I was leading ceremonies. I felt the yeah. call within myself that people needed this medicine to heal. It's, it was the it's only thing the that same healed me. Thing. Yeah, 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 it's the same chemical. Yeah, so I feel like there's a reason why we wanted to share it with everybody because it is, it's an important, important thing. And, and the now singing feel, is a big part of it. The singing? Yeah. I did not realize that. What was really cool is I would feel like I wasn't, like I went obviously to, to trip out because I love being on, on hallucinogens. So I was like, this isn't really making me hallucinate at all. And she would be singing and singing and singing. And then all of a sudden she would stop. And it was like she knew exactly when to stop. Because right when she stopped, I went boom into mm. like a total DMT trip. Or it felt like a DMT trip. So What's great. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What's great about these things uh, for me is that it gives me access to these other realms and possibilities and levels of life to where I can integrate it back into my daily life. Yeah. That's the most powerful. And then we can just access it without being on hallucinogenics. Yeah. So that's, I think now that I've, I've tried to show a lot of people, I don't even really take DMT now that I buy it. I just want to show it to more people and I'll do it like maybe 10% of uh, the amount that I have I'll do. And the rest I'm just showing to other people. But um, now, like you're saying, I, that's what uh, meditation was bringing out for me is I can take those things that I learned from uh, ayahuasca and from DMT and from all the mushroom and acid stuff and trips that I've had rather than just continually doing the drugs and doing the drugs I I feel like I'd rather take what I've learned and then <laughs> coming out yeah. and then yeah just use uh, meditation is a way to kind of try and bring that same feeling out of me without doing the drugs. Yeah. Because yeah, I want to be able point. to just bring that within myself rather than having a drug bring it out all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that self-control is very uh, wise. Yeah. Because I think that's where people get stuck is they rely on this uh, exterior thing. It's like any medication. What's that? Yeah. You need a push? Okay. <laughs> okay.
Okay, I'm gonna knock it really hard, so look out. What? What does that mean? Oh, on this side. Oh. What happened? Oh. What about a hammer? <laughs> uh, so it would have to open from my side. Uh, so a hammer, yeah, I would need the hammer in here. Oh man, where's that knife again? I got it. Oh, that sound like a good sound. I think so. Okay, is the bottom, the bottom's unhinged? There's only two of them? And okay. Chloe, this is so cool. This is so hilarious. <laughs> no, I cannot wait to see what you edit this into. Uh, be careful, your poor ass. <sighs> oh my gosh. Mm. Okay. Um, hey, Elena. So I'm going to give you the knife again. I feel like, or you could get a a screwdriver and try and a really fat one and try and use that as a replacement for this doorknob because the doorknob is like a square, right? Yeah. So if you even got a screwdriver and tape, no, no, no. If you got a screwdriver and took a little bit of tape and so that you could put it through this square and just enough so it's it's touching enough to turn the doorknob. Does that make sense? Uh, if you could, I will. I don't know how the other doorknob because the other doorknob might have a uh, like just a a circle because newer doorknobs wouldn't have this square. I don't think. <sighs> okay, I'm I'm sure you're bored. I'm gonna work on this. I want to see you get out. Okay. Yeah, I don't. If you want to watch this process. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice work. Where'd you get that doorknob? What door? What door? Oh, oh. You're amazing. <laughs> Say hi to Elena. Elena, this is Chloe. Chloe. Hi. He got she just saved me. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Oh. It, oh, babe. I'm sorry. You owe me. I owe you. <laughs> All right. I love you. I'm so happy I love to you, Calvin. see you and talk to you. I'll talk to you. Yes. Later. That was so much fun. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.